Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. is the Weston Walker Show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Keep those texts coming. 704-570-9610. Another fun weekend of college football. Maybe devoid of super-duper matchups, but there was still some good college football action this weekend. And so let's get to it. Let's go to the campus. Hold on. All right. New AP football poll came out Sunday. Sitting there, number 18, up four spots, the Colorado Buffaloes after beating Nebraska 36-14. to They came out yet again with another impressive performance. They scored on eight of its ensuing nine possessions after opening the game with four punts. Colorado's offense finished with 468 yards, led by a 393-yard, two-touchdown passing performance from Shador Sanders, who also had a rushing touchdown as well. In his first two games, Shador is 69 of 89, 78% completion rate. And this isn't a guy just dinking and dunking. He's throwing the ball down the field. 903 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. And the Colorado defense much maligned after their win at TCU. They only gave up 341 yards of total offense, got four turnovers and six tackles for loss. The question is, there are a lot of big games coming down the pike for the Colorado Buffaloes, but are they CFP good? That seems like a lot, but Shador, we were just talking about how in awe we are of him. I don't know if they're college football playoff good. I can't take anything away from their defense this weekend because Sims is not good. It was about time they benched him, maybe even after the first game of the season where they blow it, and all they really needed to do was, what, score a couple touchdowns against Minnesota, and they had that thing wrapped up, and they couldn't do it. Sims is really bad, actively giving the football back to Colorado, but the offense is. The offense is phenomenal. So I wonder if it's going to be like the Big 12 of yesteryear where you see an Oklahoma or you see some of these squads just put up a billion points. Now, Oklahoma can get to the college football playoff like that. I wonder if Colorado is there because we're going to praise Deion Sanders with an eight-win season, as well we should after how bad Colorado was last year. Top four team in the country seems a little too much for me right now, but hell, with the way Shador's playing, the way Travis Hunter is playing, and how talented he is, I, I might be wrong in, in the next few weeks as we revisit this. Well, they played against Matt Rule, of course. A lot of Carolina fans rooting against him. Let's hear what Shador Everybody. Sanders had said after the game about the fact that this game was personal. It was extremely personal. We go out there, warm up. You got the head coach for the other team trying to stand in the middle of the buff. Like, it's okay if, if like, a couple players do it. It's fine, you know. Like, to just enjoy the scenery. But when you got the whole team trying to disrespect it, then I'm not, you know, I'm not going for that at all. So I went in there and disrupted it. So they knew I've ripped. Like, <laughs> nah, this, 
the Buffaloes mean mean a lot to me. And personally, that's why I say in pregame, and that's when I knew it was just extreme disrespect. And that's why it was the coach. The coach said a lot of things about my pops, about the program. But now that he want to act nice, I don't. Res- I don't. I don't respect that because you hating on another man. You shouldn't do that. So it was just all respect was gone for them in their program. Now I like playing against their DC. I like playing against them, but the respect level it ain't it ain't there because you disrespected us first. <laughs> Let me tell you about why I love Colorado yet again. They speak their mind. I get so tired of these college athletes to get controlled like puppets, and they say whatever their handlers tell them to say, and they don't want to say anything provocative. That is the most candid comment I've heard from a college kid, and God knows when. Most of the time, I don't even want to watch features or hear interviews from college players because they're going to say the same old stuff. I love it. Uh, Dion talked about it this morning. I saw Undisputed. He said that as well because he said when uh, Shadur got hyped after one of the touchdowns and took his helmet off, he told him, uh, you can't do that. He said, son, you can't do that. And he said Shadur walked up to him and said, this is personal and walked off on him. And he said how much he loved it. This is a different type of team. They give you Miami 90s vibes with the way they give it up, man. They're out there. They don't care what you think. They're going to say what's on their mind, and they're going to bring the noise. Well, tell me, because I wasn't alive for the 90s hurricanes. I know enough about them, of course. Uh-huh. But, well, I wasn't watching football. I was alive. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I, I'm actually 18. Surprise. <laughs> gotcha. No, I was alive. I just wasn't in tune with college football mm-hmm. as much until I got close to 2000. That was really when I got introduced. All that to be said when we compare the canes it doesn't seem like colorado is as wild as the canes were like the canes were wild all over the place right with shador it's real calculated yeah like it doesn't seem like anything is too crazy whoa shador chill a little bit this was all it's all very calm he's just telling you how it is it doesn't seem to be an emotional type of speech he's saying i lost respect everything was personal i like playing against the dc I mean, you know what? It feels different. It feels like a level-headed QB talking about some of the stuff he's got problems with, and I think that's why we're eating all of this up because it doesn't seem to be, oh, man, he's just throwing a tantrum. This is all different. Oh, this is all very calculated. It's cool. He's telling you how he's feeling, and he's doing it in a way where it's like, oh, he means business going forward, and the play is dictating that as well. Yeah, because where it is is that, and I say that with Miami because they were just kind of loose and free. They said and did what they wanted. Deion's more of a disciplinarian, so he's not going to necessarily put up with a lot of those right. shenanigans, but for a player to get on and say that they lost respect for a coach and this, that, and the third, like, you say that at a lot of other programs, they're going to be, oh my God, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. And for him to get up there and say what he felt, um, I just love it, and I and I think it's very exciting. So. It, it, you're right, though. It, it's all sanitized. I, I don't, yeah. It's hard to find really useful sound bites yes. from post-game comments from players. It's hard to do that when players are speaking at ACC kickoff. You know, no short doubt of, about it. Short of Riley Leonard telling you about his you suck bracelet, yeah. saying that his mom tells him that you suck just to find some kind of motivation. There, there's a few things here and there, right? Well, and I know the listeners want to hear from the players, but this ain't sanitized. Not that whatsoever. Yeah, and so we're going to get a clear picture of Colorado coming up in these next three weeks because they've got Colorado State, then they're at number 13 Oregon, and then versus number 5 USC. So if they are CFP good we're about to find out in the next month so also when you take a gander at the ap poll 
you're missing a certain team there. Can you tell me who that team is? Who might is that, be? Wes? You, why don't you tell the people? It is the team from Clemson, South Carolina. The Tigers are missing from the AP poll. I mean, is it time to panic down there in Death Valley because you don't see this? Uh, we haven't seen this in so long, and the Tigers being unranked. Uh, this is tough for them. They come out and win 66-17 over Charleston Southern, but it wasn't a beautiful game when it starts out. K. Klubnik fumbles the rock. Charleston Southern uh, makes good on that, and then he throws a pass that was just absolutely just dumbfounding, mm-hmm. and they take that, it back for a pick six. Yeah, 100%. That was a bad pass. I think for me, I'm not panicking after this. The first half was bad. This was a tale of two halves, though, because – when you go into the locker room with a 24-17 score, it's really scary. But that score still ended up being 66-17. to Just a monster second half for Clemson. They score 28 points out of the gate as soon as you get to the third quarter. So you're right. You don't this – is, this is my takeaway, Wes. I'm not feeling great. If I'm a Clemson fan, I'm not bragging about a 66-17 to victory. Ain't nothing to brag about after the first half and Cade Klubnick throwing it right to Charleston Ooh. Southern. That was an awful throw, but he did settle in. He did get over 300 yards, which, yeah, it feels like a stretch, and I'll, I'll take the clowning. But remember, <laughs> DJU in this passing offense, even against teams like Furman, right, they weren't getting over 300 yards passing. The only time we saw it was against Wake in a double overtime contest. You so, know who's the most, uh, the number one most efficient team in all of America right now? Is it Oregon State? It is. Is it DJU? <laughs> How did they look? Who did they play this weekend? Oh, uh, They played a, a bad team. It was hard. We'll see what they do yeah. for sure. But DJU, I'm sure he's smiling nonetheless, especially in that first half against Charleston Southern. And I'm not panicking, though. Oh, and the student section, they said, started chanting, we want DJ after Cade's uh, Did they pick. really? But they said the Tigers <laughs> were last unranked during an eight-week stretch from October 2021 to November 2021. And before that, Clemson hadn't been unranked since November of 2014. So that was a streak of 107 straight weeks so uh yeah that was pretty wild but when so, we come we're, we're quickly just oh. are, are you panicking about like or, or are you already panicked because of what happened first week? uh i'm not gonna call it panic i just think that clemson's in a world of trouble when you talk about florida state on the horizon in a couple of weeks a yeah. team that i had to eat some crow on for sure but they definitely looked a part of a top-notch team well you got florida state coming in there that could deliver really the the true death blow to clemson's season perhaps yeah, I think it's uh, time to worry because you think if you have some of these blunders against the Charleston Southern, who offensively we know they're going to be inept against you, but then you get a team and you start making these mistakes against the FSU that can capitalize on you on damn near every drive yeah. if they're really clicking. Yeah, 